to the Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form, I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And this time we're talking about... Exiles. So what happened the last time on Exiles, Devin? They went to a universe where everything kind of got turned medieval. It got medieval on their ass. Basically. And all like the evil spiritual creatures, such as like Ghost Rider, became more powerful... And as a result, Sasquatch has now been taken over by a much darker entity. And we have no idea what happened to our beloved Sasquatch. Yep. So this week we're going to be covering two issues that are sort of developmental one-shots. They're numbers 58 and 59, written by Tony Bedard and Mizuki Sakakabara. They're listed as storytellers with JC on the colors and Dave Sharp on the letters. And so with Heather Hudson, she has been replaced by Tanarak, who is an elder god of the Wendigos, except he's not like the elder god of like H.P. Lovecraft Wendigos, who is uh, Ithaqua. So beyond Tanarak, our team is also Beak, Morph, Mimic, Namora, and Blank. We're starting off on Earth 50358 in Canada where the team had been sent to stop a fuel cell factory from igniting the atmosphere. And how did Tanarak solve this problem, Devin? He murdered everyone there. Which, as we've seen before, the team is not super happy about everyone getting murdered to solve problems. Because, you know, it's sort of the easy way out. Well... It is. Mm-hmm. And... Like, Namora and the others are starting to fight until Blink is like, yeah, this this is not going to work. We can't really fight a god right now. And Tanarak is like, well, Heather's dead, so you guys have got to help me, or I'm going to destroy this world. So, how does that sound? Oh, okay. And Blink, uh because they finished the mission is like yeah well we've got 21 hours until our next mission and so Tanrak sends them out to find geniuses who have uh, experience in alternate universes so he gets the leader, Doctor Doom the mad thinker, the Mandarin the master of the world and a few other people and Devin do you know who master of the world is? not even a little he is a Alpha Flight villain who's sort of like if Vandal Savage, the immortal caveman from DC, was in the Marvel Universe, which basically means instead of being touched by a magic rock, he was experimented on by aliens. He mostly fights Alpha Flight. Oh, that explains right there why I have no idea who he is. We don't read a lot of Alpha Flight. Nope. And Beak, meanwhile, has gone to Alpha Flight to hunt down Shaman slash Michael Two Youngman slash There's No Need to Feel Down. And despite, like, the guard initially, like, trying to brush him off, it turns out that Shaman is ready because the uh, Great Beasts are another big villain that Alpha Flight deals with. Yeah, so, Town are actually like, yo, guys, you're all going to help me build my magical portal to get me back to my home. And meanwhile, like, Morph, Mimic, and Namora are sort of debating on what they want to do. It's like, should we kill the Time Broker? Uh, should we help Tanarak with this plan? And it really doesn't matter because Mandarin and Doctor Doom are like, yeah, uh, these people are sort of shitty. They're getting in our way. 
So Mandarin, you should uh, use your disintegrator ring on this. Or well, no, no, that's not a really good Doctor Doom impression. Mandarin, it is I, the Great Doom. Use your disintegrator ring to take care of some of these whelps. That's a better Doom, right? Much better. And so the Mandarin ends up disintegrating the Fixer, the Wizard, and the Mad Thinker, which ends up causing Awesome Andy, who is the Mad Thinker's robot, to attack the Mandarin while his ring recharges, which, not necessarily the best plan. But Doom will use those who are lesser than him as he pleases. And my favorite, though, is just Mandarin begging Doom to come save him as Andy is coming towards him. And Doom is completely moved on and is on a completely different conversation with Blink. About Tell me about the Talus! Does it talk directly into your mind? Or do you get, like, a text? Pretty much. And all of a sudden, Kang the Conqueror, the Master of Time, appears, and Doc Ock and Master of the World end up leaving, because I love this quote, there's too many masters, not enough minions. And we see that it's Beak, who somehow invited Kang the Conqueror? What? Come on, Beak. What are you getting at? And Tanarak is like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think this is good. And so he pushes Doom aside because he smells something is off with Kang, which ends up getting Doom angry. So Doom attacks him, and Tanarak just knocks him aside, possibly killing Doom. It's unclear. He only got crewed, according to the panel I'm looking at. But it's being crewed by a god. True. Doom can only resist so much crooming. It turns out that Kang the Conqueror is actually Shaman who cast a spell that's going to help release Heather. And so, like, she starts sort of clawing out of his stomach in, like, green goo. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Also, Shaman's whole plan didn't make sense. He's like, oh, I only put on the Kang the size because this way I could get close enough to you to do this. And it's just like, but you kind of just magically appeared in the room anyway. I feel like you didn't need the king disguise. I think he needed a king disguise because it got rid of Doc Ock and Master of the World. Yeah. And it got doomed to be set more on edge. Okay, well then fair enough to that. But just getting close enough to your Tanarak is just like, nah, you kind of just appeared. Yeah. Uh, so Morph ends up turning into Wolverine who... As longtime Exiles listeners will know, was Heather's hus husband who had died, who, like, she had to kill. And Tanarak is like, yeah, I'm not having this. So he rips Morph Wolverine in half. And this. Morphine. Yes, Morphine. And uh, the team is able to, like, take advantage of him sort of being put off balance by this. And they push him through a portal that Shaman had set up while pulling out Heather, and they end up banishing Tanarak into the world of Great Beasts, where the Tanarak of that world is waiting for him. It turns out that Tanarak from this world hated that there was a free Tanarak outside the world, or from an outside world getting in on his space, so he helped Shaman uh, set up the trap. He narked real hard. Yeah, and while Heather no longer has her powers to turn into Sasquatch, she is able to shut down the factory that was going to ignite the atmosphere. And the day is saved. Yay! Thanks to... The, the Exiles. Girls. No, no. And then the second issue we're covering is issue number 59, which 
have the same creative team. And we start off with Sabretooth from the Age of Apocalypse universe being chased through a city where the exiles who have just appeared find him and they beat off the mutant kids who were chasing after him and Blink ends up realizing where they've come. Earth 2600, which we covered previously. Devin, want to give me the rundown on that Earth again? Yeah, basically you had the whole Weapon X team, which was the Exiles counterparts who were all into killing. Well, they're supposed to kill uh, David Richards, who was going to go crazy and kind of destroy everything. But instead of killing him, Sabretooth agrees to try to raise him, just like he raised Blink and try to raise a good kid. And that's where the Exiles last saw him. And now previously, Blink had been taken off the team when her mission was done and she had been sent somewhere and we don't we didn't actually have it commented on all that much before now but apparently she's been really hesitant to talk about it even with mimic though i wouldn't want to share mimic anything with mimic stop bitching about it yeah even though this is like the first time we've seen him uh but yeah that's stuff we talked about with david richards who is the son of rachel gray and franklin richards uh that was in episode 16 waterfowl the team at this time has also noticed that Heather uh, is missing, and they assume this means that Sabretooth is now on the team. And when they try and find out the mission, Blink just looks at the Talus in shock and is like, Nope, nope, not doing this, and teleports away. You see, in today's mission, they're supposed to actually get two Danishes. <laughs> Which would actually be pretty hard in this post-apocalyptic world. Because, like, what the universe had been was pretty much the days of Future Past universe. Except, it got worse. So, Sabretooth and Mimic go off to find what had happened with Link. And all the time, Mimic is just like, Sabretooth, tell me what happened to Blink when, when she left the team. And Sabretooth's like, no. That's not a... That's not a very feral-sounding Sabretooth impression, Devin. No. But Sabretooth, I want to know what happens to this woman who inexplicably loves me. That business between you and her, I ain't getting involved, boy. If only I wasn't replicating all of the angst from these characters at half power. I mean... Cyclops and Wolverine? That's almost too much angst. Should have gone for me, boy. Could have had the cool claws come from your fingers. You would have gotten ten instead of just them sissy six. And I'd have body fur all over me. What the ladies <laughs> crave. <laughs> but yeah, eventually they get to the cave where Blink was hiding out and she explains what happened. And what happened was, bum 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 bum, uh, instead of going back to the Age of Apocalypse universe, which at the time didn't exist because of timeline distortions, this was before it became its own separate universe because of reasons, she ended up getting sent back to this universe with Sabretooth to help him on his mission. In the time that she was gone, 20 years had passed, and David sort of became a jerk because 
Sabretooth can sometimes be a good dad if you look at Blink as an example and he's not so good with dealing with omnipotent young boys with hormones and who have been more actively persecuted basically and so she appeared right before their final mission to destroy the last sentinel base she helped them and then David was like oh well you know what else I'd like to do let's uh let's go on a trip and he basically forced Blank to teleport him to a base where he had trapped in the people who had like been in charge of the Sentinel program and he forces her using his powers to halfway teleport them like merge them with other people merge them with like desks and stuff he just did all the horrible teleportation things that you can think of yeah it's pretty gross and like she was fighting to resist him theoretically other horrible stuff could have happened but it like David had just gone mad with power and it took Sabretooth like a few months until he was finally able to go and kill David but as a result he's now become a pariah in this world and Blink has just had enough of this shit like she's still not saying what the mission is so she tries again and again and again and again and again and again and again to like get the talus off of her and finally it works like finally it stops reappearing and we see that it's gone onto Sabretooth's arm and Sabretooth explains what the mission is kill Mimic that's the mission guys kill Mimic why would you want to kill me the time broker just magically appears and is going ha 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 yes yes do it and as much as Devin and I would like to see Mimic getting killed that's not what happens and the time broker's like well if you're not going to do your mission to kill Mimic then I guess you're going to go to the age of apocalypse and that's where the issue ends yep so next time as part of our Age of Apocalypse coverage will be covering the Exiles trip to the Age of Apocalypse. Though, that is not what we are doing next week. Next week, we are going on an adventure with the New Warriors to an alternate timeline with the Egyptia arc slash days of sometimes futures of yesterday. You know. We're going to the street of yesteryear, all you Kosai fans. That's close enough. But you know where we're going to right now? Trials of the Multiverse! Yes, that that is where we're going. You've you gotten good at discussing, Devin. Right. Okay, so let's open up our big old chart of trials. We've got two universes. Well, we have one new universe and then one old universe that we're putting on. So first we have Earth 50358, which is the Radiation Tanarak that sort of thing universe we'll just call it villain con slash tanarak squared how did you like this one Devin? i liked it i think my whole thing is i just wish that maybe tanarak had stayed around for another arc or two yeah but i think it may have veered too closely to some of the stuff that ended up happening with magic and from that part i can agree i don't know for me it's like magic she was bad but she still had like some part of like a soul i guess 
Yeah. Tanner is just looking at me. I'm just an evil monster. And he's a god. And he's a god. Well, uh... Because with magic, if they were trying to rein her in, what I would like to have seen with the whole Tanner arc is them actively trying to stop him. Okay. For, like, multiple... For a couple, like, jumps. Well, how would you say this was, uh, like, maybe top half, top quarter? Still, like, top half. Okay. Well... Uh, how is it compared to, like, um, Mimic's Homeworld? Uh, it's worse than that. No, no, it's better than that. Oh, is it better than that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we already recorded the second half of this episode, so we know where these things are going. Uh. I just don't have the sheet, so I don't actually know where they went. (laughs) It's a shared document, Devin. Yeah, well... My computer's heating up. <laughs> yeah, computer problems all around. Uh, we've got it at our new number 62 spot right under Alpha Flight Talk Like TV Canadians. Do you remember I ended up there? I just couldn't remember where Mimic's Homeworld is. Oh, Mimic's Homeworld is number 74 right under Magic from Exile's Homeworld somehow. Okay. I think we liked Mimic's World a lot better than we've ever liked Mimic. It's true. I mean, his world seemed pretty kick-ass. Mm-hmm. In the description. And then the other one that we have is an update from Days of Future Past 2, Past Harder, which have been lowered down the list. Uh, we are renaming that Sabertooth's Garbage Son, because that's a much better descriptive title for us. He is the dreaded Laramie. Look at him. Uh, Sabretooth is the man with the tiny hands and apparently loves his sobs. <laughs> sobs for sobs. I don't cry. I don't cry. I sob. <laughs> that click whole article is the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Along with the uh, I don't want my kids watching Winnie Pooh, that dickless wonder. Oh my god, that was such a great article. Yep. Uh, so we have this going right under Magic Left the Morlock Kids in Limbo. So it is our new number 86. It moved up about 100 spaces from what it had been. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So next week, as I said, we're going to be covering a new Warriors arc. And that's going to be good times. I ended up buying, like, the three first volumes of New Warriors issues and... That is some damn good comics, Devin. Good. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, weirdly, they only have the first issue on Marvel Unlimited. I don't know, you say that. That's not weird. Well, it's like one of the big series. Okay, I may think it's like a bigger series than it is, but... Well, it's not even just that. When did it come out? Like, early 90s. Early 90s? Yeah, that's actually where Marvel Unlimited has like a lot of holes. Okay. Is 90s arcs. Which is like always the big problem because 90s arcs are also usually where you can't actually find trade, like hard copies of them anymore either. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Fabian Nicieza, like, that stuff is really good. And I want to definitely listen to that uh, Adam Warrock New Warriors mixtape again. But we'll save more of that for next week. Where can people find you online, Devin? 
can find me on Twitter at Fredo Fett, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And where can people find you, Luke? You can find me online at at Coltreg, K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Uh, Multiverse Q is a weekly podcast. Sometimes, like this week, we have bonus content that we're going to be posting. Uh, you can find that at multiverseq.com or through our iTunes feed. Uh, we also post other fun things like comments, uh, screen caps, and stuff that we come up with as we're reading on our Twitter, which is at MultiversalQ. We also have a Tumblr, an Imsy, which unless there's like a major demand for it, I may not use, and Facebook. So please get in contact with us on those social medias. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week. I think so. You know what this one's for, Devin? This one's for Hank. This one's for Hank! Peace.